Godzillamedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. Gamezilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, co-host Jazzy Fiddle. Oh, yeah. And our lovely producers, Dead at Night and Testonomics. More importantly, assistant audio producer, Robo Dead Eye. Hey, it's Robo Dead Eye. <laughs> Go to Instagram to learn more about RoboDeadite. <laughs> Instagram.com slash games of the media. I hate Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, welcome to episode 216 of the Games of the Podcast. Brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can influence this podcast and get other great perks by supporting us Visit patreon.com slash gamezilla media for details today. That is right. Welcome. We had a busy weekend. A little bit. Very busy weekend. A very busy week before that. Getting ready for the weekend. Nerd Barbecue 4.0 went down here in Michigan. And uh, yeah, we had a fun time. A crazy time. Lots of games. Lots of food. Lots of fun. Lots of barbecue fires. Yeah, that's all Jazzy's fault. And uh, one of them was. The yeah, other two were not uh, mine. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, I I think we can we can. Do, you want to get started and just go into nerd barbecue, or do or do you want to turn that? That I should. I need direction here. Should I turn that into team talk? Oh man, um, I, I guess normally team talk we talk about what our, our favorite gaming moment of the week is. If we're all going to lock it down to things that happened at Nerd Barbecue it's around, it's not because I hated everything at Nerd Barbecue. Well then, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's get into some team talk. Ooh, don't mind if I do ski, taking a do ski. Yeah. Let's just slow it down for a second here. Well. Welcome to Team Talk, a very special edition where we're going to go around the room and talk about probably nerd barbecue stuff because that's all we did all week long. So we didn't have a whole lot of time unless you're Jazzy, who uh, you know didn't do any of his responsibilities so that he could play Minecraft all week. That is my responsibility. <laughs> I was told by the Testonomics that I am to control the realm when he is not around, so I am making good on my promise. Yeah, okay. Anyways, Testonomics, we're going to start with you. Gaming moment of the week, nerd barbecue story, take it away. So we may think that my gaming moment of the week has something to do with people flying in from out of state for nerd barbecue. Not true. You may think that it has to do with playing a lot of Minecraft over the weekend in nerd barbecue. Not true. You may think it's getting a custom gunpla from EA Spuds and Player One Miggy. Not true. It has to do with the end of Nerd Barbecue Weekend when I was up until 1 a.m. playing Minecraft yesterday and because of a glitch in target system, I got myself a Nintendo Switch for $140. That's my gaming moment of the week. This is late stage capitalism. On to Deadite. 
<laughs> oh, wow. I hadn't heard this story yet. Also, uh, not a nerd barbecue story. It happened the weekend of nerd barbecue. Directions. He just gave like three nerd barbecue stories, then followed it up with a very good uh But he said not in front of all of them. Oh, my goodness. You're wasting time, Jazzy. Oh, my goodness. I said that I can go next. So, my gaming moment of the week is revolving around Nerd Barbecue as an entire weekend of festivities. We, for the first time ever, had our out-of-state friends make the long trip across Lake Michigan. We were both visited by both the Ninja Carter and Ecto. And Ecto crashed a couple nights at my house, so we got a little bit of game time. And, and you guys know, I am very pro couch co-op. I think that's the best way to play video games with your friends. Online gaming is convenient, but it's never gonna be as good for me as sitting on the couch, um, being able to physically strike another person for cheating next to you, if that's something that happens. But it didn't happen when I was playing Donkey Konga with Ecto. Um, it was really fun. I love Donkey Konga, and I found out despite playing drums since the age of 10, um, still, Ecto's way better than me. He was top banana. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he beat me pretty much every time, uh, even on the roll off. I just, uh, I don't, I don't got it. I'm not good at rhythm games per se. The, the actual musical ability, which I have very little of, does not translate over into video game form. But it was super cool just because Ecto is a friend. Uh, that we made doing this podcast. He became a fan of this podcast. We started gaming with him online. It turned into texting and just being actual friends. And this was the first time this weekend that we got to actually hang out with him and uh, get to know him a little bit more. So You missed the risque part where that, that part in between the hanging out and the texting, there was like a risque like photo shoot. Oh, well, you know. He wasn't there for that. You know, oh, that was Jesse. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't involved in that because <laughs> I'm a good, wholesome young man. But uh, it was actually cool. It just, it just shows this whole weekend is about community uh, within video games. Part of the reason that this podcast was started and this group was started is to bring people together who enjoy video games and enjoy each other's company. And just seeing that that's extended to someone who became our friend from a great distance and he wanted to be here to spend time with us. And um, it, it was just really good actually getting to play some Donkey Konga and hang out with a friend. Sci-Fi AJ was also there, but he just likes to watch. That's right. That's his thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'll uh, just like the photo shoot. I'll let Jazzy go last here. I will. I will say, Nerd Barbecue 4.0 was a huge success. We we had a great turnout. Everybody that came out, thank you uh, for those of you that couldn't make it. Sorry, you missed out, but there'll be one next year. Make sure you make the next one. Um, but yeah, huge shout out to Ecto, to uh, Ninja Carter. These people coming out from out of state to uh, to come hang out and, and, and have some fun with the community. I think everyone, I think a lot of the new people that joined this year, this year really showed them how serious yet fun this community is. Like it's not just a group of like close knit friends that have been friends forever. No, like, you know, like you said, Acto came out from, from, uh, you know, out of state to, to come hang out. And, you know, we didn't know him that long ago. So it is really cool that we can sit here and say, Friends have been made because of this platform, and that's and and the gaming community is stronger here and overall uh, because of Gamezilla, and that's you're right. That's been a huge reason why 
Uh, we wanted to start this in the first place. So to see it actually happen is, is always so rewarding to us. We're getting really close to being in the positive for friendships made over friendships ruined around here. So, <laughs> no, I still, my, my bridges burned are still way up there, still way up there, but, but we're getting there. Uh, but no, um, I got to play a lot of rock band. You know, it's something that happens usually at every, every uh, nerd barbecue is we, we put a big, a giant screen outside and we set everything up and, and just usually it's going all day, all night. And, uh, I don't generally get to play a lot of games at, at nerd barbecue because I'm running around meeting everybody and, and just making sure everything's good. But I did find a little bit of time later on at night to settle down, get some, get some rock band in with LPJ, uh, we had some people switching in and out of drums, but we had Sphinx and Spectre doing some crazy drum work. And then, you know, it was just, it was a good time. Uh, LPJ's vocals, k- killer. I mean, I never knew he is this generation's just, I don't know. He's a songbird. He's song, a songbird yeah, of his song, generation. Yeah, now he's old, so he's not a songbird of our generation. Nah, he, nah, he nah, is but his old. Yeah, ancient. I mean. He farted and I saw dust come <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's I thought I saw that. I thought yeah. I caught it. I was I was conf- old oh, dusty really LPJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was uh, it was a good time. I really enjoyed it. I, I I half the time when these end, I go, man, we should do more than one per year. But then they wouldn't be as special as they are. Like I like it's it's a double edged sword for me where I'm like I love it so much that I want to do you know two a year or at least another event. But then at the same time, I don't want to take away from this event because it really has grown into something special. Jazzy, what do you got? I the... played Minecraft. I didn't play Minecraft that day. Lies. I didn't. Lies. No Minecraft was Lies. played on the day of Nerd Barbecue. Lies. Zero Minecraft. Zero, zero truth there. The most successful Nerd Barbecue we've had to date. They've already mentioned we've had people come from out of state. We had a bunch of people that have been in the community but haven't made it out to the event uh, make it to this one. So there was a lot of new faces. And the best part for me is always we, week in, week out, put this content out for you guys. Try to give you something that's entertaining that you can listen to to kind of help your week uh, go through. So when we get the fans that create something for us, it just tugs at my heartstrings, and I love it. And uh, I didn't bring mine, but Deadeye has his, and Grimlock has his. We had the community, uh, Player One, Miggy, and Sashin make us our own, as Tess calls it, Gunpla. And uh, they are in the likes of our characters, so Ethan's is the Deadite Knight. Grimlock's is Grimlock. Equipped Mine is... with a laser sword for a chainsaw <laughs> and a boomstick in the hand. Very, go. very good. Mine in the form of Jazz from the um, Transformers for Jazzy. And then Test had a all decked out um, patriotic red, white, and blue one. And they're just all really well done and super cool. And I will definitely cherish this. I already have it up in my little uh, display cabinet at home. I sleep with mine. I was going to do that, but then, you know. So, can I ask you a question, though? I mm-hmm. mean, we got to take this. This is really important about Nerd Barbecue. Um, you said you didn't play Minecraft. Correct. Okay, so did you play Minecraft the day before? Yes. Right, and did that session traverse past midnight? No. Are we sure? Positive. Can we confirm or, or deny? Has anyone, did anyone play with you that 100% night? didn't happen. I'm pretty sure we were up till 4 a.m. playing Minecraft before Nerd Barbecue. Nah. So this must be 
Joker no. right oh. here. <laughs> that didn't take long. That it took, take, uh, 12, it takes, 11 it minutes and 57 mark seconds it, for that Mark one. it because Dada has to bleep it, but it's always Jazzy that causes me to do this. This guy right here didn't is happen. the liar. No, it didn't happen. You can lie all you want. You just got called out by your fellow crafters. They saw that my username was on playing, but they cannot prove that it was me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they can. Lauren is into Minecraft. Yeah. Okay? I, no, she's not. And I know she's at work right now and can't defend that. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'm just impressed that you put, uh, what is it, 30 hours in in the 50. first 10? 50, <laughs> 50, uh, 50, I it's believe, as Test has looked it up. Test and I checked yeah. last night uh, because we saw you hop on and we're like, man, Jazzy's been going hard. And then I came up with the excuse of, no, it's not 50. I left my Switch on so that the glitch could stay in my old realm and, you know, continue playing while I went to bed. But it was probably pretty close to 50. I'm not going to lie. I'm addicted to that game. <laughs> but here's the thing. What have we always said is Jazzy's strong skill point? It's building things. So when there's a game... Where Jazzy gets to build things, it seems like it's a match made in heaven. Well, it's a match made in heaven, too, because there's no reason to build things. So yeah. so there's no, like, he doesn't have to actually achieve. <laughs> the building things that don't matter. <laughs> yeah. <That's> what, <laughs> there's no, nothing matters in the game, so it's perfect for Jazzy, because the second something matters is when he chokes. Wait, you say that he builds things that doesn't matter. You mean to tell me the automatic machine that gets chickens to lay eggs, and then hatches the eggs, and then cooks those chickens so that we can have food? That doesn't matter? It doesn't matter because he watched a YouTube video to make that machine. It's true, <laughs> but still When impressive. he makes that machine on his own, then I'll give him Yeah, credit. I'm not there yet. I need like 450 hours yeah, the game yeah. before You're I can get there, to that point. You're getting there, though. You're getting there. You'll, you'll have that I will by say end of August. <laughs> I will say this, though. The one thing that's, that's super, I guess, funny about this whole situation is um, I must have played... Mm, at least at least four hours of Minecraft with the community the night before Nerd Barbecue. AKA and then into Nerd Barbecue. Into Nerd Barbecue. Yeah. And then probably a good chunk of the day afterwards, because I didn't do anything on Sunday but, but play Minecraft and like watch League. That's all I did all Sunday. Yet at Nerd Barbecue, I'd vo I got voted most likely to not game with the community. Okay, time out. Time out. That voting took place before you started playing Minecraft. I know, I'm and not before saying Minecraft, it's not true. you were a hermit. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying it's funny that it happened that way. I support you getting that award because I'm still salty to find out you low-key were putting mad hours into Rocket League without playing with Grimminata. <laughs> you just decided to show up one day and it's drop true. abilities on us. They were like, what? What's going on? Listen, yep. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but that was pl planned out and staged by none other than the initials of Bob Ecto Cooler. <laughs> but he's like, he's like, man, how will we uh, practice at Rocket League so that when we go to play on these community nights, we're actually good? I was like, sounds like a good idea. All right. So one more time, huge thanks to everybody that came out to Nerd Barbecue 4.0. Had a blast. Uh, everything everything was went smooth. The food was good. Thank you to everyone that brought, you know, whatever, cups, silverware, chips, a side dish. There was so much stuff that, um, you know, we're still eating some of it. But, but I mean, people were able to come, have a good time. I think any, you know, the families that we had families that came, brought their kids. The kids got to have a good time. So it was just, uh, it was just a fun event. So thank you to everybody uh, for a successful Nerd Barbecue 4.0. Now we can get into this week's news. Here it is. 
I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. Alexander, what about this monster story of yours? Download the game. Topic number one. A 17-year-old fan, an ambitious fan, attempts to remake Kojima's horror marvel, P.T. If you don't know what P.T. is and you missed out on it, well, you missed out on it, and I'm sorry, but... It was a really cool demo, playable teaser is basically what it stood for, mm-hmm. and it was this very small looped teaser, super tense, really messed up horror, you know, demo. Uh, they got pulled from PlayStation when Konami pretty much axed the project, and that was that was when Kojima's Fallout was kind of happening. And and the two the company and the developer and the director were going separate ways and everything kind of fell apart. Norman Reedus was part of this. Del Toro was part of this. There was a lot of cool things, uh, and it was connected to Silent Hill, a, a IP that Konami had kind of left dormant for a long time. So everyone was very excited for it, especially with the name Kojima attached to it. Well, this seventeen-year-old decided to try to recreate it using the Unreal Engine as his first ever project uh, with, with that engine and got really far and people were really impressed with his project to the point where he finally started putting it out there for people to play it. And that is when, uh, when Konami stepped in. Yeah, good old Konami, right? You think everybody Ugh. thinks everybody thinks we're gonna have the same old story here with Konami, but this one takes a slight weird twist. So, let's see here. Let me um, let me get the 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 seventeen year old received a phone call and some social media messages from a couple members at Konami, congratulating him on an amazing job. But their hands were tied, and unfortunately, they were there to tell him he would have to take it down. Typical Konami. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, the, the cool part was the 17-year-old was very understanding and, and respected the, the request, took it down, in which Konami said there will be a video game package on its way to you with the games and everything from us as, as, you know, as a thank you. And... We want to offer you an internship. Oh, really? So how many times in this on this show or, or any <laughs> of our podcasts have we complained about people that were or companies like Nintendo that would squash these really cool projects and then just shut it down and ignore everybody that was part of it and say, cool, we got that out of the way. Let's go back to doing the things the way that we do them instead of what we have said, that's your next generation of people that care about that IP. Acquire them. Give them jobs. Bring them in and see what they can do to your IP. Yeah. Clearly, they want to work on Pokemon or Silent Hill or whatever it is. So Sonic Mania. Out of all these companies that we have complained about where they just shut things down and, and crush dreams and, and just destroy hard work, they have we have Konami of all companies to sit here and think to actually do the right thing. I, now, would, now I the, would have never in a million years <laughs> believed this story unless I read it for myself. Yeah. Now if you were just tell me this. I'd have been like, now you're lying. Right. Exactly. And so the, it's not an internship guaranteed right this second. 
um, because he is 17. He's still finishing up some stuff, but it is they are as long as he's interested when that time comes, then they are saying they will offer him an internship um, with Konami. And I, I thought that's super cool. That's yeah. actually, like, I can't sit here and remember the last time I talked, like, positively about Konami. I mean, this is what this is what everybody needs to do. And we've said this many a times from everything like projects getting shut down to <laughs> the DDoS attacks and hackers breaking into PlayStation and Microsoft and Blizzard and all these other places and saying, man, get these people on your payroll so that they could stop the other hackers. Like, it's super cool that somebody's actually taking the talent that they see and potentially in the future putting it to good use. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, uh, he was quoted to say he essentially told me that he was very sorry for being the bearer of bad news, but I would have that I would have to take down my remake. I was told that I had many other that many other people at Konami saw and really liked my remake, but uh, due to legal issues, they were out. Uh, they, it was out of his or anybody else's control, and they asked me to take uh, to take down my remake. So, I mean, this is also cool from the standpoint that you have a seventeen-year-old kid that like. Is very professional about it. Right. You know, so I mean, as Konami, the way that he handled himself, yeah, I'd offer him an internship. And as long as he, as long as he does well in the internship, I definitely would offer him a job because he's already shown the, his skill. Right. I mean, this is literally his first attempt at the Unreal Engine. How cool would it be if he showed up for his first day on an internship and they said, all right, you know, sign this paperwork here for your internship. Okay. Now that we own all the rights to it because you're our intern, Finish making your game. Yeah. That, oh, that'd be cool, right? <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah. He does go on to say in the end, he goes, I guess I'll just uh, chillax for the time being and spend some time learning some more about using Blender, 3DS Max, and Substance. He explained, uh, he did explain, noting that he still plans to finish the project privately, if possible. He does say, I hope this isn't an issue with Konami but I still intend to keep my promise on being the first one to finish a PT remake just to show it to my dad to make him extra proud. Super, man. Super cool. So We need this kid on the show. What's his name? They only give, give you his uh, first name, which is, uh, I think, it, is it Kimsar? Yeah, Kimsar. Yeah. So Man, reach out to us, Kimsar. We want to talk to you. So, very cool. Uh, moving on into the next topic, which is Splatoon. So we go from, you know, some people that do things and get, you know, they get attention from a developer uh, and they're really cool about it and everything is really cool. Everything's really good. Everything ends kind of in a happy note. Then we go to the big end. And then we go to Nintendo. <laughs> no. Nintendo, oh, no. Nintendo does things a little bit differently. And to be fair, this hacker did a little bit uh, differently to get his message across. So uh, for a lot of us, we, we've all enjoyed Splatoon and Splatoon 2. But, re but of recent time, there is major issues with Splatoon and hacking and cheating right now. So please add anti-cheat the anonymous player that hacks Splatoon 2's leaderboards to ask for an anti-cheat solution has been banned from all online play indefinitely. So, um, 
basically it was a leaderboard hack that this user went to the different uh you know control tower splat zones rainmaker and uh clam blitz which are your different modes and cheated his way to the top spot and then basically changed his uh you know his name around each time to spell out in order please add anti cheat it's a powerful message so cheater uh asking them to Add anti cheat to their game. The article goes the on to talk about one ethical hacker who took it upon themselves to cheat their way to the top of the Splatoon 2 charts this week to post a sincere message to Nintendo about the game's exploits. The player edited their X Power number, a ranking system within the competitive squ- uh, squid shooter, in four different match types uh, and spelt out what we just said. Please add anti cheat. Uh, and then on the subreddit, with the the person basically said Splatoon 2 is a game that I love so deeply. However, this will not be true as long as there are cheaters lurking around. Uh, they wrote in the comment, I figured that someone needs to deliver a message to Nintendo. Nintendo, you're welcome to ban my counsel anytime. My purpose was to call attention to the current issue that plagues this game, and I've done that. But my message is please make protecting your players the top priority. So and mom- Nintendo did by banning him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think that fixed the cheating problem, though, Jazzy. No, it didn't, but they're protecting the other players. So, yeah, here's the thing that I hate about this is that, so this person did what everyone else is doing, what a lot of other players are doing, and because he made it a message, he gets penalized, but these other cheaters seem to be just getting away with the ability to do this, ruining the game for many others. Yeah. I mean, I don't play ranked anymore. It's just pointless at this point because I'll come across some of these people that are just, it's just, it's garbage. And so, I don't know. My couple questions here are, first, what do you think on how Nintendo Nintendo handled this? I mean, the first thing I have to say is I think it's super sad that it takes somebody cheating in the game and creating this big dramatic message to Nintendo to get Nintendo to notice that there's a problem with cheating. Not that I'm saying they didn't know there was a problem before, because I'm sure they did, but obviously they are taking extreme action to make sure that they're trying to correct it in the best way that they can. Now that this giant you know, art display is out for the world knowing that there's cheaters and it's a problem in one of their games. So the way Nintendo's handling, I think, is actually kind of poor because this is something they should have been working on the whole time. And if they are working on it, be public about it, right. and then maybe this wouldn't have happened. But but it's not are. that easy. I mean, it's you know, I'm sure that there there could be some struggles with trying to get uh, you know the cheating to cease in their game. And it's not just Nintendo. We've seen it across all platforms, all games. I mean, PUBG's still having a hard time with a whole bunch of cheaters in their game. Fortnite, as well, is still struggling with people cheating in their game. So I know that there's those issues out there and that they're always working on it. But I think that um, they just need to be, like you said, a little more public about it. I think if they're just more open about it, then then we don't we don't have these people necessarily feeling like they need to, you know, 
basically deface a leaderboard. I mean, this is the same thing as graffitiing a, a billboard along along the road type yeah. deal to get a message across. But you know who's good at doing that? Even though they're they're it's like white lies. Destiny. They'll tell you straight to your face. Yeah, we know our game's hot garbage. We're gonna fix it. Do they ever fix it? No. So they're lying to you. But at least they're public and saying that there's problems. I can't argue that one. But my, you know, my my other point to this Nintendo thing is, yes, you banned them, and yes, they broke your policies. But I don't. This doesn't make you look good. Like it, like by banning him, you're not gaining anything, and you're just upsetting more of your community that that do support this game. In the sense that here's one person that's trying to make a you know trying to make a difference, be it the right way or not, like you haven't enforced these strict uh, what they call it the twenty one twenty four hyphen forty twenty seven. If you ever get that code, you've been banned by Nintendo right. for online for online connectivity. So if you ever see those numbers, you did something wrong, or Nintendo thinks you did something right. wrong, but. Let's move it over. Like I want everybody. I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear Deadite. Let's yeah. say I know you're a Splatoon two player, but you're more of a Rocket League guy. So what if we were to put this into Rocket League? No, we don't even. Have, no, we're not. Why? It's Splatoon two. You like Splatoon? I do like this game. So and you have problems with Splatoon? I do. It, it's not. It's far from a perfect game. We know the matchmaking's dumb. We've known that even some of the private matches don't work real well. Like we did a community night and had a lot of fun with it but it wasn't without some struggle of making the game actually work where we could all play together. But that's not what we're talking about this time around is a grievance with Splatoon. What this is, is this is an old school Nintendo trying to live in the modern era of video games and exist in 2018 with games like PUBG or with uh, Fortnite or other like really popular competitive online games it feels like as a member of the community by tweeting, emailing something, you can get a hold of someone that actually is important when it comes through the development cycle of this game and a, a representative of the game. Nintendo still keeps everyone at arm's distance. It doesn't feel like you can ever contact Nintendo to get your voice heard where with other smaller developers or younger developers or maybe Americanized developers, however you want to look at it, that's become very common in the competitive shooting game for the people that make this game to listen to the fans and communicate, where Nintendo doesn't do that. And that's what makes this sort of a, a tough situation because I doubt this was this person's first time publicly trying to get Nintendo's attention. I bet if this person has a Twitter account, there's tweets about it. There's there's information out there. This person could have made YouTube videos. Like, I'm sure this wasn't, they're like, okay, well, fine. I'm going to have to show them that, that this is hackable. So Yeah, this is just the Van Gogh of their message. Yeah, it's, it's this is graffiti. <laughs> this is trying to get someone's attention with graffiti. And, you know, was it the right way to do it? No. You know, we all agree. We would have preferred it to not been handled this way um, because we know he's not the only person that's capable of hacking the game. Test have any input on this being the face of Switch? I tend to agree. Deadite's got it right. It's just it's Nintendo's already so far like behind when it comes to a lot of the online infrastructure that this is just another thing that they haven't had to deal with. So they have no rules in place. Um, you know, hoping that how quickly this player got banned shows that they're now actively paying attention. Like, okay, good. You, you know, you, you've caught up, but. 
Um, I'd like to see, you know, especially with, and this isn't one of our news articles, especially with the article that came out and said, you know, Nintendo's got over $4 billion cash on hand right now based on all their success. Like, put some money, fix some of this, you know. I joked, like, what if they just, let's just rent some servers from Microsoft, throw them $100 million and say, you handle it. You know, like, do something. You've got all this money, you've got a, a, a successful product, but you're, you're, you're doing so poorly on successful services that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, and because they're probably trying to do something super innovative and, and, and new, they're missing the easy thing with ban cheaters, you know. Cheaters are in every game forever, and they've always gotten banned. It shouldn't take a le- someone to hack their way to the top of the leaderboard to say, "Okay, I, we got a cheater problem. We got to ban them." But it's right. I think at this point, I'm 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 a huge Nintendo fan, and I've never wanted to see, you know, when the, when the rumors were that Nintendo was going to go third party and think like all these times that we've we've heard this when they are struggling. Um, I've never wanted to see that, but at this point, the one thing I am completely okay with them just so outsourcing is there is just you're already buddy buddy with Microsoft. Make that deal and just get just get access to Xbox Live, but you get this little like corner of it that's yours that you get to rebrand into Nintendo Online service and just use that. Just 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 stop. You you failed how many times trying to jump into this pool? It, like I'm tired of watching you faceplant into the cement. Like, just just let someone help you at this point. Microsoft's Nintendo Live or something like that. I, I, you know, yeah, let, I let Microsoft throw their name on it or whatever. Yeah. It's still Nintendo. You're still separate. You're just continuing to try and grow this cross-play relationship. And, and right now, you and Microsoft have that have that Goliath to to attack here with of PlayStation, so you can be friends, but then... But then, but then <laughs> Goliath's next, a good example, like just a giant fumbling oaf. Yeah. Like a yeah. giant idiot who yeah. thinks they're untouchable. Exactly. And then, so with that being said, though, next generation, you become number one, and you want to kind of separate, take the things that you've learned from Microsoft, and actually build something out proper. And, you know, if, if you want to be turn into the next Sony where you become the big bully, then I guess you can. But for now, I think you, you, you should, uh, you know, use the advantages that you have. Does this make us worried? And I know that like the online gameplay and the cheating aspect, but just the fact that we have kind of concluded that they've come, they're too far behind in the online world. Does this worry us for Nintendo online coming in the fall? Like, I don't what think, are they going to fumble with that if they're struggling with this? I mean, I've, I've been worried about Nintendo Online since the day they announced Nintendo Online, and nothing <laughs> they have done, nothing they have done has made me feel better. Yeah, I just hope that all this silence that we're getting right now is the only reason that no one's saying everything is because everybody is collectively trying to get their head out of their butts, and because of that, you know, it's 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 they're they're just working on it, you know. I, I just hope that silence means everybody's hard at work. I mean, that we've only got, what, two months max before it launches. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's going to be something gonna be awesome dum- or it's going to be a dumpster fire. <laughs> it's a dumpster or it's going to be an app. It's 100% a dumpster fire. Like, or awesome. I, <laughs> I, really, I really can't believe it's going to come out and be awesome. I think it's going to be clumsy out the gate. And, I mean, it's going to be messy. I'm not saying it's going to be, like, a train wreck and, and, and unfixable, but it's going to be like the eShop is right now, where it's like, I'm glad the eShop's getting so many games every week, but could we maybe just, like, I don't know, change it 
a little bit so that I can actually find the games that, that you that you're releasing. It, it's bad now when I go to the sale section and I can't see everything without going to like the view more button at the bottom, which make, takes me to a completely different view, and then I have to scroll through everything that I just looked through just so I can see what else I didn't see. If you haven't been making a wish list for the last year and a half, you're, screwed. you're never it's gonna over. find a game you saw a month ago. No, you're, like what was buried. that game called? You'll never find it. It's the, gone. I have a question, and this might be a better question for test. If you go to the Nintendo eShop and you go to like the all games, if the game's on sale, do they pull it from that list and put it in the sale section? Because I was looking for something that was on sale and I was like Man, I'm not seeing it in the on-sale section. I'm going to go look at the all-game, or vice versa, sorry. I was like, I'm going to go look at the all-games, couldn't find the game, and then when I went to the sales section, it was there. Did I just overlook it, or do they pull it from the actual library to put it for the, in the sales section? It should be there. Yeah, it would be hard to, I mean, at this point, you know, there's almost a thousand games on the eShop, so trying to figure out exactly where that on-sale game would have been in chronological order is a little bit wild. Um, I can't imagine it's the, this because the game doesn't exist in just one spot in the store because it can be in featured and new or featured and all. So I, ha- okay. I can't imagine that, you know, great deals pulls it out of the main thing. But like I said, unless, you know, if next time Snake Pass goes on sale, we know that's near the bottom of the list. You just go and scroll forever until you get to the bottom list and see if it's there. Yeah, yeah, you would just need to know exactly when the game came, or the roughly when the game came out, to actually be able to test that. Otherwise, you're just scrolling through a thousand games looking for it. But I mean, stay tuned on Discord. I'm going to test this. They haven't. So, like, I mean, they haven't fixed eShop as far as just simple structure, which that's just it's just UI. It's it's literally UI. Like they've already they've they have made some adjustments to that UI, so they've proven that they can. And yet, it's still a disaster. So, why should I have any faith that Nintendo Online is going to be anything promising? Well, you know, this, uh, I don't know if you heard this because it's a rumor I'm making up in my brain right now, but I heard, I heard, this. I heard <laughs> that with the September update, they're going to launch Windows Mobile 7 as the new operating system for the Switch, just like you had on your Nokia phone back in 2009 or whatever. That's going to be <laughs> yeah, the new the interface. Tiles. That's going to be the new interface <laughs> for Switch. This is a rumor, came from my mind. It's completely made up, but it's happening. Let's make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And also, can we just sit back and look at the fact that, like Tess said, that we almost have a thousand games on the Switch on the eShop alone in just over a year, you know, a little bit over a year. And, you know, you're And if you want NES, Snake Pass, it's going to take you 40 minutes to scroll to the bottom. No, you can't I'm just, just go to an like, S. That's, <laughs> I'm saying that's in about a year's worth of time where right. the entire NES library is less. We've already surpassed the entire NES library. It's just crazy how many, this goes back to that Elf episode about how many games are being funneled out every week and just thrown out of these digital shops and just, just saturating the market. And some of that is very alike, but some of it is just, I don't know, it's too much. What, what, percent, what percentage of the games on the Switch look even remotely desirable to play, though? That's the truth. It's, it's a, true. it's a, it's better than if you go on the 3ds and look at the indie titles. It's like maybe four out of the entire indie library on the 3ds looks playable, but there's still a lot of shovelware coming out. It's a lot. I mean, that's a problem with the industry as a whole. There's a lot of shovelware. Yeah. No, you're right. It's it's bad. So, um, all right. So that that that's it. we're covering Nintendo. We got a little off topic there. This was more or less about the uh, 
the Splatoon cheaters, cheater, cheaters but... We, they we, need to cheat to be as good as me! Yeah, I don't know about that, but okay. Splat Doolies, my man! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will say that Red his skill splat. level was much better with the Splat Doolies than I remember Thank him you. being with anything you, else. Because I wasn't good with anything else at <laughs> yeah, all. That's the only reason I can only play with one game, too, so I can't out. even like blame you. I just use my one gun. All right. We're going to move into the weekly patron news topic. And uh, this week we voted on and Nathan Fillion won it out. Uh, Nathan Fillion had started some cryptic tweets last night uh, referencing some different lines from the game and tying it to some real life stuff. So everyone thought this was going to be a trailer for a movie. And it turns out they were almost right. But it turns out that we were actually getting a fan made film for Uncharted. That Nathan Fillion was obviously Nathan Drake. So, Ooh. and the the reason why this was an option in the voting because you know we we do we select the voting and then we let them vote. But the reason why I thought this one should be in there to vote on is not because Spidey Two K X would be like, oh yeah, na- Naughty God, blah, best game ever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he sounds just like that. Yeah, that's because he's busy, you know, doing something with his mouth. But <laughs> more gargling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm trying. Hey, I've I've only got, I got because he has a clean mouth because the mouth. I already got <laughs> strike one. Okay, I'm not going for strike two. <laughs> All right. So, um, but the the reason I brought this up is that we just did an alpha episode with Ecto, our, our one of the movie experts. Right? He's got a film degree. Hey, he's the a dude, film guy. The dude knows film. And so we covered video game movies and how bad they've been. Like just this the the track record that has is not in the green <laughs> at all. Yeah. Okay. We did For the every, top three, and <laughs> after we did the top three, I was like, those were the top three, really? Yeah, exactly. So um, and then we get this fan film that people are praising and just love it and all this stuff. And it's like, how how does this happen? Like how can Hollywood not get it right? How can they not make something when you have unlimited resources, unlimited talent pool, unlimited everything, and then you go and you're like, hey, let's just go make this fan film on the side that most of the time gets shut down like, or, or, or never sees like the true light of day, but yet here we are looking at this 15-minute like tribute to, to, uh, to a video, video game that was done better than Assassin's Creed. See, I think it's easy to get 15 minutes right. It's really hard to get 90 minutes or two hours right. I think you could take a lot of video games, throw a small budget behind it, and get a decent 15-minute short out of it. I think it's hard to take what is a 20-hour video game and try to tell a concise story in an hour and a half. And they usually have people that have no clue what the game's even about trying to make the movie. But whose fault is that? Though that okay, that's what I'm get getting at. That, that yeah. is what I'm getting at. Is like, yes, you're right. Fifteen minutes of content versus versus ninety minutes of content is a big difference. Like, yes. And, and most and, and average movies now are two two hours plus. So yeah, you're you are talking about a lot of time. But if you get the right people in place, you're telling me that you have test how many assassin's creed games are there 47 well there's probably at least with the spin-offs and everything and the couple mobile games like 14 yeah let's just go with 14 as our number 
and you're telling me you can't put one cohesive movie together. One. It doesn't need to cover all 14 games. I just need one cohesive thought. And I'm sorry that I'm picking out a movie that Tess likes. I know, like, I'm not, I'm not doing this on purpose. It's just one that really got under my skin because I like Assassin's Creed and I really like different characters of, of that, like, of the lineage. And so for me, it's like, I don't understand how you can screw it up so bad. And if it's truly the fact that you're putting people in, in, in this position that have no idea about, about the IP, they have no idea about the history of the game, then they have no business making that movie, and you should know better. So, I don't know. I just watched shorts for Metroid. I've watched some Zelda ones. This, this Uncharted one, which I know nothing about. I know very little about Uncharted. And I even liked this. I was like, okay, this actually got me interested. I'm like, maybe I'll actually play an Uncharted game. But yet we can sit back and we go, what happened to Doom? What happened to Assassin's Creed? What happened to Prince of Persia? What happened to like, what? I kind of liked Prince of Persia. Well, you're an idiot. It's Mm. okay. (laughs) (laughs) Rated what? Second worst movie of all time. Video game movie of all time. No way. In that list, it was second worst. Who rated this? This was pulled from a, from a like credible film source. You have to listen to Alpha to get the details. A lot of film source people are jerk offs. No, this wasn't Metacritic. Okay. Film critics are jerks. This wasn't IGN. I remember going to the movies and thinking that was an okay movie. Well, I mean, you also think that Jaws 3D or whatever the heck you play is cool. You also like Fight Club. I don't know what to tell you. Not the movie, I do the not, game. I do not like Fight Club. That's you the one love I, it. I will not admit to liking Fight Club, the game. You own it and you love it. <laughs> I own it and regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the end of the day, they have to do exactly what Konami just did in the fact of you have this fan who made this awesome 15 minute trailer get them involved with the resources and tools that the movie industry has and let them I mean yeah, Uncharted you're not has let them direct well you're not gonna let them direct but you can get them involved and get their viewpoint they could be the still problem you know, is they, the, the problem though is that they're gonna bring in Michael Bay and he's not gonna that person is gonna become a gonna become a coffee runner and Michael Bazin is going to be like 360 cameras and, and lens flares. And, and you know what? Uh, Nathan Drake's <laughs> from outer space now. And, uh, uh, oh, the turtles are in this now, too. Yeah. yeah. Did someone say Transformers? Sure. Throw some robots in here. <laughs> I like guess that, like, that's I the guess problem. we just got to hope that these, these fan-made artists are going to hopefully get into the movie industry. And then they'll create it at that point. Because... And you, this is not not just. Un, I mean, Uncharted's got four games and a great DLC spinoff with the spinoff characters, um, so they can easily put a movie together on that. And then a lot of the other stuff, like uh, what was that uh, Metroid uh, one that you showed me like a year and a half ago? Fan made yeah. Metroid uh, short that was like no what nine minutes. Um, Riots had well, that was fan made by Nerdist, I think. Oh, was it made by Nerdist? Uh-huh. I know Riots had some what started off as fan made kind of like clip art that they've kind of brought him in and they've made cinematic trailers now. So, I mean, it's doable. <laughs> they just gotta, they just, it's, it's a fine line. It'll never happen. Like you said, they'll get some fancy director in there and he'll just ruin everything and they're not going to listen to him. But the reason why all of the video game movies are, you know, terrible is because they don't have people that have played and been immersed in that gaming world to tell a story. 
Vulture.com, you're a bunch of hacks. <laughs> uh, found I found it. found it. Bunch of hacks. Why do you, why do you, you really want to defend Prince of Persia I remember that going much? To th- I remember going to theater and liking it. You liked Rampage, too. Yeah, that was a fun movie. Which was better? I I saw Prince of Persia 10 years ago. Doesn't matter. I Ra- Rampage is better. Rampage is better. Okay. Rampage ranked better on that list. Yeah. Prince of Persia was not good. I just remember liking it. I mean, you could like it. But you also like like Nightmare on uh whatever it's called. What, what was that movie called? It was also the name of your of your show. I chose to rent the movie <laughs> no, American no, you Nightmare. You don't get to have excuses for everything. Yes, I do. No, I don't. absolutely do with this one because it was a horror movie about a radio show called The American Nightmare. I hosted a radio show called American Nightmare. I was interested, and I made you guys watch the movie you with me. You liked it. You made the mistake of letting me pick a movie from <laughs> Blockbuster. <laughs> I tried to save Blockbuster, and you wouldn't let me. I mean, I let you. You paid money for that rental. I don't I, know why, but you did it. I was trying to show you a good time. <laughs> Man, can We've you, done can you tell me can you tell me about Prince of Persia here? Like what the main character? Jake Gyllenhaal. No, no, no. You can't laugh when I ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> you can't laugh. We were having a serious conversation. Okay, we're done. And now we have Assassin's Creed on our on our green screen. Fantastic. Tess, why did you like this movie? I didn't think it was a bad movie at all. A bad movie in the sense of Assassin's Creed or a bad movie? Well, it's not a great movie, but it's a decent (laughs) video game movie. Yeah, wait wait a second. Wait a second. Time out. Is Prince of Persia a bad video game movie based on its lack of connection with the video games or just a bad movie? Both. Based off of it. Oh, I've never played any of those stupid games. (laughs) Then why'd you even care about the movie? Because Jake Gyllenhaal was in it. It was, I think, made by the same people that made Pirates of the Caribbean or oh something. Oh, my God. I like the action sequences. What about Ben? He was in it, too. Yeah, Ben Kingsley? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I, I'm not lying, but we're not, we're not getting into this. Listen to <laughs> listen to GameZilla Alpha's last episode with, with Ecto on there and understand why Deadite's wrong. What about Michael Fassbender, though? Here's what happened to Michael Fassbender. He's like, they're like, oh, you want to be Magneto? Uh, you have to, you have to make this crappy movie over here. Um, part in your contract. You, yeah, it's part of your contract. <laughs> like that's the only thing I can assume. Because if you read this script and thought it was going to be good, then I have lost all faith in Fassbender. But the Animus was really cool in this. It was much cooler than it is in the video game. Okay, Fassbender's the new Nick Cage, didn't you know? Here's the deal. There's aspects of the movie that are cool. The cohesiveness of the entire movie is a dumpster fire on a level that I have not seen many times. I think everything's okay except for the beginning doesn't lead to anything and the ending comes out of nowhere. But everything else. <laughs> That's what it, the ending is the worst ending but in a movie that I have ever seen. That's just like a I good, think everything is good in the movie except for the beginning. The beginning takes you nowhere and, and the, the middle. end comes out of nowhere. That's right. like a good time with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <Hey-o>. <laughs> Wow. Self-toasting. Okay. <laughs> and the middle is not all that great either, but uh, it's a good movie. Okay. Go uh, rent uh, Prince of Persia. <laughs> Nerd Barbecue 5.0. Video game video movie, movie watching. watching. <laughs> Man, we Prince can make that Persia. a separate event. That'd be cool. A video game movie marathon. That'd be cool. Um, I'm in. Yeah. Onesie, video, video game, popcorn, like... Okay, so moving out of this out of this topic before we move, before we move to the, the next topic, if you could have a short or a full length film of any game video game IP, 
What would you want? And if you have one, you don't have to answer it, but either give me the director you want or the lead actor or actress. Mm. If you have it. Otherwise, just say your movie and let's move on. I don't want to blow too much time. Anybody? <laughs> League of Legends. Was that just your- like the cinematic trailer, <laughs> and I want Ari to be the main character, and I want her to be voiced by Kira Knightley. Oh, you don't want it to be live action, though? No, I want it to be like the cinematic animated trailer. And you want it to be an animated movie. and Animated movie, and yeah. Kira Knightley is Ari, who is the main character. Okay. I would want an Assassin's Creed movie with Michael Fassbender directed by uh, <laughs> Justin Curzel. Justin Curzel will never direct another movie. I'm, I'm thinking I'd give it about a $125 million budget. <laughs> what was the other guy? And Tom, I'd set Tom it, Ott or whatever? And I'd set it no, in... No, Uwe Boll. Uwe Boll. That's Uwe what it was. Bull. I knew there was a weird O name in it. That's, that's the guy that should never make another movie in his entire life. Hopefully Jeremy Irons is available and Brendan Gleeson. I mean, all these guys are pivotal to the movie I've got in my mind. Do you know the the movies that Uwe Boll made? <laughs> Were they those really bad video game like movies? Blood Rain, yes. House of the Dead, and yes. let's not forget, Postal. Mm. Oh, and Far Cry. I would like Seaman, the movie. <laughs> And I would, <laughs> I would like it to be directed, the directorial debut um, of Jimmy Fallon, and I would also like him to voice Seaman. And voice Seaman, wow. Okay. I want it to be Seaman's adventure. All right. Off the rails. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Jimmy Fallon is Seaman. So I'm going to go away from, <laughs> from the obvious pick that everyone I think expects me to take. I'm not going to say Metroid because I've said it too many times. I would actually like a live action done in the, in the style of player like uh, Ready Player One, think of it, right? Of Mega Man, right? So, And I want Mega Man directed by Neil Bloomkamp. Mm. Who would play Mega Man? That part I don't really... Nick Cage. No, 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 no. Michael no. Fassbender. No. <laughs> Donald Glover. Oh, oh. Donald no. Glover. What about... Uh, he could do everything. He can, man. Andy Milanakis. <laughs> he sings the axe. The kid from he The dances. Sixth Sense. Let's do it. <laughs> Haley Joe Osmond? I don't know. Yeah, that one. No, uh, but I, I, I think that'd be cool. Just because uh, what we got to see in a lot... I mean... What Neil can do in a lot of his sci-fi with with even restricted budget, I think some of the the robotics, the armor, the the enemies could be super cool. So it doesn't need to be animated. I think it could be a live action, but done in that way, like Ready Player One, where it's like it's live action, but it's also a ton of CGI. Um, you know, but Or you just give me Del Toro in any video game, and I'd be like, all right, let's do this. <clears throat> all right. Or Barbie's Wild Horse Adventure, <laughs> directed by Hammer, Jim, starring Jim, Pam Anderson. Jim, Jim Henson, <laughs> starring Pam Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Pam, the Pam Puppet. <laughs> the Puppet of Pam Anderson. A dude man bro. A dude man bro on Twitch says, Pokemon <laughs> Snap done as Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> Rated our Pokemon. Yeah. And then right before that, Hammersmith was saying, uh, Mega Man vs. Chappie, I'm in. Oh, Chappie say please. I don't <laughs> want them me. to make a movie For Chappie. about that, dude, man, bro. I want them to just find the DNA of Pokemon and create 
the Jurassic Park of Pokemon. No, we don't want real Pokemon. It will ruin us all. <laughs> it will ruin us all. Did, did you guys? Did you guys go through that whole list? Is the Angry Birds movie on the list? Oh, it's on. Oh, there. it's okay. On there, because yeah. I mean, that that was gonna be my choice, but they already made the movie. Dream come true. Oh my god. <laughs> and of course, I picked Bill. You Hader really, voice. you really should listen to the last Alpha because uh, Ecto has some has some interesting words for that movie. Surprisingly, I hope they're high praise. If I would have listened to it before he stayed in my house, they, it could have really fractured our friendship. <laughs> All right. Well, there, there's your, there's your Patreon topic. As usual, you guys vote on something that just takes us, derails us off <laughs> into some cliff and we fall. All right. This is Hashtag what they want. Work. This is this Hashtag is what they pay work. for. That's right. This is what the patrons it's want true. with their dollars. It's true. Our last topic in the news section is World Cup player celebrates goal with rude Fortnite emote. Yes. Why not? We have seen this already uh, hit some sports, but... Uh, over the weekend, we had the World Cup Finals, Croatia versus France. And uh, France ends up winning their second World Cup. And during that, uh, we have a player that decides, scores a PK, scores a goal, runs over and just starts doing the take the loss dance. And uh, this isn't his first time in this World Cup. He did it again. He did it previously in a previous match. Uh, but the, the thought here was, you know, celebrations are one thing. We, we get these celebrations, but this is a taunt. This is more of a taunt style thing. You know, in Fortnite, this dance exists because usually when you take someone out of the game, you then stand over their body and dance on them, take the loss, and then move on with your, with your day. And so the... The impact that Fortnite has had that it has reached global, you know, uh, globally, we already knew that. But at the same time, to a soccer player mocking the other team in a way after he scores a goal. I mean, in some ways, I would say that's quite a bit smaller, though, than what happened later on yesterday. Um, in a global scale, one professional wrestler, Curtis <laughs> Axel, won the Raw Tag Team titles and did the floss dance. On WWE last night, so now I'm just gonna it's say a, it's one a bigger thing. Accomplishment than I'm gonna World say Cup. one thing about the floss dance, okay? Yeah. And I don't like giving Destiny credit, but the floss dance existed before Fortnite. Yeah. I I know it for sure because we used to sit there in Destiny doing the floss dance in in the city. Do you remember that? Oh, Jazzy? I re I remember it. Yeah. So Fortnite, come on, man. I. Stop stealing disagree with you on this in two ways. One, this guy had it right. Everybody else in the stadium did it wrong because the dances are not taunts in the game. They are strictly for pre-game cue dance parties. Okay? And everybody gets together and shows off their cool little dance in a little dance party. And this guy was just trying to get his dance party on and this nobody helped him. This is coming from the guy that when he gets, like... I've been teabagged thousands of times. I've been teabagged thousands of times. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. But this guy gets teabagged once, and he goes full tilt and just goes off, and, and, and whatever game plan you have, whatever team strategy you have, it's out the window, man. Don't worry. He's going to die 30 more times Listen. because he's so upset because someone taunted him. Listen, I am not upset because somebody taunted me. I am upset because they killed me and I cannot join in on the taunt party. 
Okay, the, yeah, the, the wrestling one's real good. <laughs> we got Tess has we, got it on the green screen yeah. for us on Twitch here. and uh, I don't know if I'd call that real good. It looks oh. it looks pretty bad, actually. <laughs> that's what makes it good. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what, Yeah, that's what I meant by good. Like, it's awful. I mean, that's yeah. to the point of, like, I can't stop watching it awful. That's a true champion right there. Yeah, this guy clearly has no dancing skills whatsoever. But. <laughs> you would not know that that guy's dad was Mr. Perfect, because yeah. that is far from a perfect flaw, flaw stance. Yes, but... Nonetheless, you're wrong, uh, Jesse. No, because dance party. Every me. time you get taunted, you get you get tilted. Can't be proven. Yes, it can. Nope. You, on nope. stream, you've I done it. I don't. Archive, it's on VOD. I don't archive my streams for that reason. Guess what? Other people do, and you were streaming with other people. Nah. Yes. Nah. Absolutely. Nope. But you can also just go back on the podcast and listen to you complain about it. Thou- you can thousand percent do that. <laughs> Go so, go to Gamezilla Media, <laughs> click on that Gamezilla podcast, listen to all the episodes Everyone. back Everyone. to find that one. So anyway, up with it's all more than yet. one. It's more than one. But well, I, then count them. So okay, so you're telling me that I guess this is the question: Is this okay that it's that it's coming away from within a video game and happening on a field? No, a thousand percent. This is a taunt. <laughs> this guy's being a d bag, and um. It, how are you going to stop it? I mean, the NFL had a whole bunch of troubles with it, and they started penalizing teams for, like, end zone celebrations and stuff like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you're not going to stop people. They're just they're just going to do it because the out, like, so what do you do to this player to make it so that he doesn't taunt like that anymore? You take the goal away? Well, I, I mean, you can't take the goal away, right? right. So, then there, so then there's you nothing bad enough. That, Suspend these guys Give him a card. Uh, Okay, suspending him or giving him a card. Yeah, okay, this, but that's a point, short term. Like, at this and point, then finding this game, him, he makes so much money, he doesn't care about that fine. Okay, fine. Then at this point, he gets a card. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine because if you if you if you celebrate too much now in the NFL, right? Because they've they've allowed yeah, more you celebration, you get the penalty, right? Well, here you get a yellow card, and that yellow card rides with like if this wasn't in the finals, that yellow card rides with you to another game. So now you get another yellow card. You missed the following match. So let's just say this was two, you know a couple games ago. He got the extra yellow card. He would miss the finals. He would miss the World Cup. Okay, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. So with like that. you know, it, it makes you think like, is it worth it at that point, right? And and I mean, of all the dances that are in Fortnite, if you if the, if he did this dance because he's a Fortnite fan, of all the dances, this is the one that that sticks out to me uh, as a very you know negative taunt towards someone. As far as like just a mockery. Well, yeah. And to be honest, it's the actual dance that he chose because this dance in Fortnite is called Take the L. Which is take the loss. I like Hammersmith. He says you get a yellow card for being being a Fortnite fan. Hmm. I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think Unless all sports need more of this. <laughs> I honestly want players to show some moxie out there. I want swagger. I want just raw, I'm better than you, and here's why. I yeah. want that in sports. That's I want more of that. It tells a better story. It creates more emotion. I want there to be that player that you're like, that guy's a total D-bag. I hope he gets I hope he loses, or I hope he gets tackled on the next play, or I hope he gets dunked on, or whatever it is. I think sports needs more of this. Let people be awful. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a form of entertainment. It it's is. not a sport. That's, that, no, that sports is entertainment. Sports isn't. It, it, that's all it is. You watch it to have to have fun, to be engrossed in the story. So why not let these people be themselves? Why not let these people live it up, play it up? Why is it all going to be, we're really serious and we shake hands because we score goals? No, make it extreme. You can tell he's a wrestling fan. Because I, lo- I like a show. I don't want to watch people just kick a ball around for 90 minutes. I want to see people grabbing their crotch and calling other people losers. <laughs> yeah. I want to see. This doesn't what is his name? Zidane? Me. Is his name Zidane? Yeah. I want to see that that wild. Was he Italian or French? He, or? he was uh, French. I want to see that wild French dude headbutting people because he, that's a story. He headbutting Italian. Yeah, I want people getting bit. I want. I want intensity. I want a real story there. Well, here comes the sociopath. Watch roller derby. Again. Why not make soccer more like roller derby? Because <laughs> <Why not? laughs> then rugby won't be a sport tell anymore. Me, tell me you don't love it when a, when a batter charges the mound in baseball. Tell me you don't love it when the bench is clear. That's a story. That's energy. That's excitement. I don't, I don't care about those things. I care more about like bases loaded and it's it's you know and there's a chance for a grand slam and 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 young Miggies at the plate and something happens in the playoffs and we're and all of a sudden we're going to the World Series. I care about that. What I want is Miggy to hit a walk off, drop a crotch shop on the guy who <laughs> threw the ball to him and said, "You should have pitched me out because I'm the man." But see, then the problem is, is that you're encouraging the pitcher to then throw the ball at Miggy's head next yes, time. Yes, they have helmets on. It's fine. No, it's not fine. They wear the chin guard. It's no. not that. That doesn't save them. I want better, you. Listen, I want you and to put your a helmet Mickey, on. And your boy Mickey has to retire at that point. He's already. He's he's been gone. He's been done for years now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm you want to know what, Grim? I was going to say I want him you to put a helmet on, and I want him to take a fast pitch from a professional baseball pitcher to the head. No, we just but pay me millions already, of dollars, we, and I'll do no, it. You t- are already dumb enough for saying what you just said. I don't want you to get any dumber. I am trying to save professional sports. First of all, you are trying to end all professional sports. No, it's all it's all right. Viewership's way down. It's already all dead. No. You guys know no. esports is taking over. And what's exciting about esports? The moxie. The trash talk. Yeah, but even that's been cleaned up a ton. Yeah, it's because people are trying to ruin esports too. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't even got off the ground and people are trying to kill it. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. I can't. I, yeah, this yeah. is why we took them off the table. This is... <laughs> This is why he's in a hut. In I'm the too much greatness to share a camera with you guys. I need my own camera. Well, I mean that, and he stinks. But yeah. I'm really smelling. Yeah. Don't worry, your XFL's coming back. That's why. That's why guys like Conor McGregor are big money. That's why Mike Tyson was big money. It's Con- excitement. Conor it's McGregor, a sport about Conor McGregor, Where is Conor McGregor right now? He's, he's trying to get reinstated yeah. after throwing that barricade through a window he and has, blinding. He that literally guy. has nothing. I mean, he has money right now, but he has nothing. Like he's he'll he, be back. Yeah, he's a mess he'll because be he's out of control. Yes! Because that's what you want. <laughs> it's Everybody a great story. Everybody out of control, so that there's no league, no players, no 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 rules, no anything. Which means you have nothing. To have heroes, you need to have villains. Baseball needs villains. Soccer needs villains. Baseball just needs to go away. It's boring. Yeah, yeah, baseball's awful. (laughs) We need more crotch grabbing. We need more punches. We need more brawls. We need more emotion, more reality. So you want everything to become wrestling? Yes! Everything already (laughs) is wrestling. We just need to admit it. But then in order for people to not get hurt, they're going to have to script it, and then it's not going to be a sport anymore. What are you talking about? 
He's okay. <laughs> oh, we're moving on. We're not even going down that road. We are not going down that road. Oh, my God. I knew that'd get him. <laughs> All right. That's been our attack on the news. We need to slide into some esports. If you want more of this great content, head on over to gameslovemedia.com. We may continue this in the post show. <laughs> Maybe, but right now we're going to get into some esports with Jazzy Fiddle. The Summoner's Rift. So this is a little bit risky. Oh my god, Freiburg, are you kidding me? Ambition steals the Elder Dragon! Oh, let's break it! Damn! What was that? That was for you, Dada. That was my dance. What was that? There was, uh, the, that was the, uh, that was the best friend's dance. The best friend's dance, yeah. That was the worst best friend dance I've ever seen. It was, it was awesome. It was yeah, rough. I, I, was, I was trying to hold your, the cord in my headphones at the same time. I, I appreciate how, your ceremonial gesture. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dada. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Our first esports topic. After just four matches... The inaugural Fortnite Summer Skirmish Series tournament has been called off by Epic Games due to severe server lag. Does it share servers with Amazon? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Probably because Amazon's awful right now. After the fourth match, the decision was made to end the tournament prematurely with the crown winner being the team to win the first two matches or be the first to win two matches sorry epic has decided to look at the team's total eliminations and victory rails to determine a winner um they would they will announce the week one's winners on the fortnite summer skirmish website i went there and it looks like they have uh currently first place is the team of kevy one and not vivid I don't know if that means they won or if that's just their standings beforehand. No one knows if they won. No one knows what the hell's no going on. No one knows on. what's going on because it was a disaster. It was a, it was a dumpster fight. Right. So Epic has a lot of work to do before continuing the other seven weeks of this tournament. Oh, man. This is the first big folly for Epic, right? Have they had like a, like, oh, this is really messy. Uh, this is the first thing put on by Epic themselves. And they kind of sent out all the invites and then I guess just didn't realize well, the, all the work behind it. No, yeah, here's here's the the reason this is a problem. Every other event has been in person. Like, it has been at, at one location. Right. This, they decided to do online and only use North American servers. So, like, what I what thought process was that? Like, oh, is that how League does their stuff? Right? Like, they just play. We go, we're going to travel to California. We're going to watch the championship. And they're just playing on the servers that we play on, right? <laughs> no, they have dedicated servers. What are you talking? No, no, that's not a good. Why would you need to do that? That doesn't uh, seem like, a, like it doesn't make necessary. Sense. No, we're just going to run the North America servers and let, let everybody ping to that and then wonder why we have major lag issues. Oh, well, you know, uh, it's only $250,000 online. So, not a big deal. You know, players aren't mad. Or yeah. Anything so, like what that. happened due to the lag, Jesse? Um, they really they, stellar gameplay. I think they, uh, yeah, they had they cancel the whole thing because nobody could watch it. Like to the point where their reasoning behind it was they wanted to save the integrity of the players because the players were getting so heated about the frustration and their in their frustrations of the lag itself that they were getting very vocal about it on their stream. <laughs> no, no, the gameplay was amazing though. I heard. 
amazingly bad. No, all they did was camp. They literally at one point had, had thirty to, had to, to forty yeah. people. They hadn't changed their state, their play styles. Yeah, it wasn't even changed their play styles. It was hiding, hiding the bush. Yeah, I mean, I remember looking, uh, you know, just watching some people comment on Twitter, like, you know, this is the best time I've ever seen. You know, watching thirty professionals hide in one by ones. Yeah, because winning was more important than anything else, which is the converse to the completely non-epic sponsored UMG Friday Fortnite tournaments that have gone on for 10 weeks that are exciting for 10 weeks that haven't had server problems for 10 weeks, yeah. attracting six to seven million unique viewers for 10 weeks. But then Epic, when they take it under their own helm, they, they just completely uh, pooped the bed. Yeah, because they didn't go get that guy that's running the successful one and say, hey, yes, help yes. us out. That uh, ten weeks hammer sign in the, in the hammer smith in the chat seems to be a, <laughs> seems to be a theme. Anyways, our second story is Riot's new charity skin, Dark Star Chogath, was created for a cancer patient. The skin is live now and will be on sale until August tenth. Hundred percent of the proceeds will go to the Make a Wish Foundation. Um, it started with a boy named Brian. He was diagnosed with cancer, and it was his wish from the Make-A-Wish Foundation to meet the creators of Riot Games and make a skin with them. Brian was involved every step of the way. Step one, choose a champion. This was easy as Brian's favorite champion was Cho'Gath. Step two, pick a skin family. Brian is a huge fan of the Dark Star skins. Riot got to work building out his skin and even had Brian send them videos via email along the way for a recall animation that they made him act out in the videos. <laughs> Brian was then able to visit Riot headquarters back in March to finish work on the finishing touches of this skin. It was during this time that Brian and Riot decided to release the skin globally instead of just for him and have all the profits go to Make-A-Wish Foundation. Riot Charities has is also working with 20 other charities around the globe and has stated that they will make a minimum donation of $10,000 to each of those charities, even if the skins do not make that much money themselves. Riot has reached out to Brian after the skin has launched, and they were told that he is happy, healthy, and in remission. Yeah, this is this is the story. I these are these are stories I love to hear, and Riot seems to always be involved with them. Um, this isn't the first time they've done one of these skins, and it's awesome. I mean, I, I signed like I hadn't been on League in a while. I read this article, I signed on, and 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 locked this skin down because I was like, "Yep, yeah." I I bought the the bundle for what was twenty U.S. dollars because it was just a great cause, and the skin's super cool. The animation super. I, I had to log into the game just to see the animation because once I read that he acted out and sent videos of him acting out the recall animation, I was like, man, I forgot what it looked like. I have to go see because yeah. But um, I just think it's super cool that Riot's done this. Like you said, this is the second time they've done it, at least that uh, publicly for this large of what they call a charity event. Yeah. Um, they did do it last year and came up with the championship ash skin, which made tons of money. So. Yeah, but I think the last one that they did was as a as a like a make a wish or like a you know um, uh, fan made it was Jaximus, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Jaximus skin. I believe uh, Spectre actually, our one of our streamers, uh, was talking about that at New yeah. Barbecue. 
Yeah, absolutely. So great to see uh, cool stories coming out of Riot. All right, my next segment is Around the League. I'm going to just rattle off a bunch of stuff that happened because we don't have time to talk about everything. First is Splice defeat TOX Gaming to win their fourth straight Halo title at the HCS New Orleans. Then we have Optic Gaming defeating Echo Fox in an intense grand finals to win the Gears Pro Circuit also in New Orleans. Then we have the London Spitfire sweep the Los Angeles Gladiators in an Yield. upset, C9. sending them to the Overwatch League semifinals. Then on the other side, we have Philadelphia Fusion that stave off a Boston Uprising comeback to advance to the Overwatch League semifinals over on that end. And last but not least, Fortnite Friday winners... We're not TFU and Cloak, which they've won a majority of them. Out of 10 weeks, they've won, what, test four, five, four of them. This week's winners were TSM's Aimbot Calvin and King Richard. That's it for eSports. Back to you in the studio, Grim. And me in the studio. Hey, we're back. Hey. In the studio. Wow, magic. Yeah. I just love having uh, segments like that riot thing. Like the second you send that to sent that to me, I like sat down and read it, and it's it's like it like almost brought a tear to my eye. Like I just love the fact that riot goes out of their way to like not only like the creation of it, right? So it's like yeah, it was Make a Wish Foundation. They reached out, and you know, with Make a Wish, they do a lot of great things of of making these wishes come true for the people that you know need them. But the fact that Riot legit had him pick his champion, had him pick the skin that he wanted to make, and they were just so good at working with him to create exactly what he would want in the game and making it a reality. Then flying him out to not only, okay, first of all, being able to see Riot HQ would be awesome, but then being able to meet the creators and work with the designers of your own skin is like just super cool and just awesome, awesome by Riot. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think uh, we're going to wrap things up here. Um, the muster bust isn't anything we need to focus on in the show, but we will have our my, my weekly uh, blog come out to uh, cover everything that's hitting this week. And then I think next week is a bigger a bigger week for us to talk about. So, all right. But Patreon. This podcast has been brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Visit patreon.com today and see everything that GameZilla Media has to offer. That is patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. This podcast is brought to you by Cracker Jacks. Make sure you buy yourself a box of Cracker Jacks and get your GameZilla sticker inside. That's done, that's a done deal, right, guys? This, this sticker right here. This podcast is brought to you as an exclusive Happy Meal toy. <laughs> buy a Happy Meal today and let your kids listen to the GameZilla podcast. No cheap plastic they'll choke on. Just inappropriate Just a humor lead, for children. Lead based gold painted <laughs> Zilly Award. <laughs> Don't lick it. Yeah. All products were made in China. <laughs> Every All lick- products were made in Jazzy's garage. <laughs> Every lick China. you get closer to being as bad at video games as I am. <laughs> okay, we're going to stop before that gets any worse. But thanks for hanging out on episode 216 of the GameZilla podcast. You can listen to. This show and all of our other great podcasts 
right from our website, gameslowmedia.com, or iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Podbeam. Uh, and yes, for all of you that have been requesting it, we are working currently right now with Spotify to try to get this to be a done deal. Oh, no. So we'll keep you posted on that one, but we're pretty much everywhere else. So make sure you hit that heart, that like emoji, that poop emoji. Give us five stars. Leave us a review. Show us some love. Share us on social media. We appreciate all of you. Anything else we need to uh, mention before we uh, before we head out? Well, uh, we want to thank uh, Robo Deadite for being here, for being on the show this week. I <laughs> uh, just really appreciate uh, his appearance and Mini Grim. Mini Grim was here as well. Yeah, so Mini Grim is gotta, yeah. Got to acknowledge acknowledge our people. Thank you again to everyone that came out to Nerd Barbecue 4.0. You made it a special day for us that work uh, hard all year round. Uh, we just loved seeing you guys gaming with you and having a good time. I would like to uh, thank the uh, the Testonomics, the man, the myth, the legend that put on the first ever Zilly Awards. And uh, I, you know, it may be it may be fixed. It may be uh, complete. Uh, All good things com- are completely yeah. fake. Fake re- news. The more rigged it is, the better. But I'm reading right here that the uh, best show goes to Gamezilla Podcast. So we want to thank everybody that voted. Uh, voted us as the best show. We uh, we know that uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot of people out there wanting Noobs and Dragons to win, but screw Craig WK. He's evil. No one likes him, and he smells bad. I like Craig. I also like Craig. I also would like to thank everybody for giving me the best moment of the year with I've been teabagged thousands <laughs> of times. Can't uh, thank you enough for that award. And then, of course, we got to give Deadeye a little bit of love with the favorite segment also going to GameZilla Podcast, and that is with Team Talk. And we know why it won. It's because of the music. It's absolutely because of the music, no doubt. Uh, I have to think, I didn't bring my plaque, but I won most frugal gamer. And I think it specifically comes down to the day I was stressed out about spending $15 on Rocket League and this gym <laughs> in the same day. I think the amount of stress that everyone who watches and listens to the show uh, witnessed me go through was like, man, this guy's got mental problems when it comes to spending money. Let's give him an award for that. So thanks. Thanks for encouraging my illness. Oh, for everybody that is local this Thursday night at the Detroit Science Center, we will be at Vintage Video Games After Dark. Is it still calling it After Dark? Yeah, After Dark. After Dark Vintage Video Games. Yeah, I don't know if it's like 5.0 or anything like that, but it's After Dark Vintage Video Games, Michigan Science Center. Be yeah. there, 6 to 9 p.m. It's going to be fun. You're going to have drinks. Oh, sorry, it's what? It's 21 and over, so... Yeah, 21 and yeah. So, so it's not for the children. Not for the children. But come hang out. GameZilla's going to have a giant section. We're going to have the podcasts going live. You're going to be able to meet a lot of us there. And then we're also going to be having top score booths for NES, SNES, and a Mike Tyson knockout section, which uh, if you can place one of the high scores, you're going to walk away with a prize. If you can knock out Mike Tyson, you might walk away with something. So come hang out. And, I uh, might pay if you knock out Jazzy. Ooh, yeah, there you go. We have another game just introduced. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, we're we going to have be enough there. prizes for that. We're going to be having a good time. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of other great uh, people there from retro games to current games, arcade cabinets, all sorts of stuff going on at the Michigan Science Center. So make sure 
to stop up there. And if you do, tell everybody that GameZilla sent you. Hey, Grim. Yeah. What's on What's on that shirt you're wearing? This shirt? What's on, what was that? I think it's ketchup. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that's our new logo. Tess, can you put the new logo, like, right in the middle? I forgot where I put <laughs> and it. And by right in the middle, I mean, like, all over Jazzy. There it is. Hey. There it is. But yes, we will have some of this stuff at After Dark. And then right after that, I don't know if anybody noticed, but the store has been kind of decommissioned for a minute. Some of this stuff will be hitting back on GamesLimited.com as well. So if you did not make Nerd Barbecue and you cannot make After Dark, do not worry. You will have your chance. But for the people that did get to come to the events, you will be able to uh, get a hold of some cool stuff. So, Huge shout out to Miles. I don't know if he's been in the stream tonight or not, but we, we've been working with a good friend of mine on this uh, redesign of our logo, uh, and we absolutely love it. So thank you so much for all the hard work. We'll make sure to get some links up for his, uh, his graphic design work in case anybody else needs uh, some awesome stuff done. He, uh, he's, you know, he's super talented, and I couldn't, uh, couldn't recommend him enough. I couldn't recommend them enough. There we go. Solid dude. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks again for hanging out. Episode 216. Just remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game on. on.